Hello and welcome to episode number three of the Local Lowdown Podcast. My name is Zach Bischoff and I'm joined over there by... Danny Shanelister. Alright, there we go. Thank you for the audio recording. Alright, so today we are going to be talking... Oh, episode three, part one. Pardon me. Episode three, part one. We have a lot of stuff to break down. We're going to talk about the following in part one. So the, the MLB draft, uh, first off, we will start there. And then the NBA draft, and then the NBA Cup, and then that is where we will make the cut for part number one. So the the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates obviously had the uh, first pick in the draft there, and let me uh, make this official. Hold on. Run down off the screen. All right. Let's make it official. With the first pick in the 2023 Major League Baseball draft, the Pittsburgh Pirates select. Paul Skeens, a pitcher from LSU. Danny, your thoughts on the Pirates drafting of Paul Skeens? Zach, great to be with you as always, man. And uh, I love the pick. I really, really love the pick. To be honest, I had Paul Skeens ahead of Dylan Cruz. Um, Obviously, you cannot go wrong with either of them. And I'm super, super glad that the Pirates picked Paul Skeens as opposed to what may, might have what was rumored in the days leading up to the draft, such as uh, Max Clark and, and Wyatt Langford. Yeah. Um, Wyatt Langford, I wouldn't have as much of an issue with because he's a, he's from um, from Florida. But what makes what makes um, Paul Skeens such a surefire pick is you know exactly what you're going to get. You know, he's a hard thrower. He can hit 103 on the radar gun. You know, I mean, I just think there's so much upside. Um, and I, I am, I am really, really looking forward to see Paul Skeens in a Pittsburgh Pirates uniform on the uh, on the MLB draft cover coverage. I believe uh, Chris Burke said Paul Skeens is the type of player that you build statues of. So I'm super, super excited to see Paul Skeens. Uh, yeah, I, I am. Uh, I'm really excited to see you as well, and Danny. I, I do have one question for you. Also, our ticker down the bottom bar, bottom of our screen is brought to you by uh, Danny Shanholmser himself. He uh, he typed that for us today, so thank you for that. Also, we do have to apologize. Zach, I appreciate the shout out, man. Yes, sir. Uh, we do have to apologize. Uh, last night, uh, we did have some technical difficulties while bringing you the, well, attempting to bring you live coverage of the Major League Baseball All Star Game. I uh, had some technical problems my internet decided to give out and then uh, that on top of there was a, a litany of problems danny was not here danny was not in there but he was going to be but then i just ended up cutting the whole thing so uh, we are going to bring you live coverage of friday uh, this friday we're going to bring you live coverage of the pittsburgh pirates versus the uh san francisco giants i believe friday night that be- that game will begin at seven the clock coverage will begin around 6.45 or 6.50. The, uh, the broadcast, which has not been removed from the YouTube channel, was 23 minutes long, most of it commercials. Uh, so look forward to that uh, Friday, this Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, either over here, I think over here on our YouTube channel, because we I cannot multi-stream. I learned that lesson the hard way uh, last evening. All right, uh, so Paul Skeens. Um, Danny, when do you think... Paul Skeens will well a two part question. When do you think Paul Skeens should be in the major leagues? And B, when do you think the Pirates 
uh, will call him up to the Yankees. Zach, it is it is so funny that you asked that same question. I was about to pose that same question to you after you finished that little promotional bit. So great minds think alike there, my friend. But Zach, um, yeah, you know, great great question, Zach. Um, I would like to see Paul Skeens. Um, in the early part of the 2024 season. Now I know that there is a that is a lot to ask of a of a guy. You know, he just finished a dominating performance at LSU. You know, and he's got to kind of um, get used to you know uh, be being in the uh, in in the uh, just professional baseball world. Um, but I would really, really like to see Paul Skeens up here by 2024 because, I mean, he was so dominant at LSU. Um, and I just think Paul Skeens is a guy that throws super, super hard. So, you, you know, um, we know that players can't throw their in their in their prime when they're in their prime. That's a window, right? Paul Skeens is in that window right now. So I do not want um, the the Pirates to kind of quote unquote waste time with him down in the, in the major leagues. Because I would rather be kind of a a trial by uh, fire scenario um, as opposed to you know kind of easing easing him in. Now I know that's a lot to ask. So if if I had to guess, the Pirates will probably wait until the midway point, until the midway point of of the 2024 season. Um, Kind of similar to to how they how they brought uh, Henry David Henry Henry Davis up. I would like to see pretty pretty early, if not opening day. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, I I agree with that statement. I I think he needs to be up here as soon as he's ready. Uh, Danny, where do you think he's going to start as far as in the Pirates farm system? In the Pirates, oh, that's that's a, I I I would think. I would honestly think they're probably going to start him at um, something like uh, double A, uh, and then he's probably going to strike out ten guys in like five innings, and then they're going to win triple A, and then he's going to dominate there. Um, Zach, I just think like um, I, it's hard not to get super super excited with a guy like Paul Skeens mm-hmm. because this is a guy we've never seen a, a, a duo like. Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz, who was drafted number two overall to the Nationals. We've never seen a duo like this in college baseball for a long time. I think that's great for the game, but I also think like um that that you know I, I cannot help but thinking, okay, maybe 2025 is the year that the Pirates compete, and maybe, just maybe, this Paul is Paul Skeens the pitcher for the, the Pirates first playoff win in a while in a while it's hard not to think like that zach uh yeah and also uh my last question and you can post a question to me if you have them um is what kind what kind of accolades do you think that dylan or excuse me uh paul schemes can uh can accrue here in um uh pittsburgh yeah no zach an- another another awesome awesome question and i think you know that's what if you look at the uh, the Pittsburgh uh, sports sphere these last couple of days, everybody's kind of been been forecasting um, 
than forecasting predictions. And like I said uh, just now, it's it's really hard not to get really excited. Now, obviously, we you know we we cannot set super high expectations out of the gate. I mean, after all, our rookies, you know, sometimes you know need time to kind of adjust to the MLB way of life. But Zach. I think that Paul Skeens will win at least one Cy Young in his in his time here in Pittsburgh. I just think there does not seem to be a better a better pitcher coming out of, of his of his draft class. And I think you know the MLB is becoming a, a younger league. The Pirates are becoming a younger team. I mean, we just saw you know Henry Davis and hopefully uh, you know Nick Gonzalez and and. This is what makes me so excited, Zach, as a Pirates fan. Is you know, if we get if we get uh, Paul Skeens up here, if we get Andy Rodriguez, if we get Quinn Priester, mm-hmm. o- O'Neill Cruz, like these are all young guys. Cabrian Hayes is still young. It's all young guys. And I think I'm just. This was probably a job saving pick for Ben Sherrington. Yeah. All right. Next, we are going to talk about. Well, Danny is going to talk about the. Uh... Do you want to make the, uh, the Spurs first overall pick special as well? Sure, Zach. Uh, hold on. <laughs> this is this is gonna be a t- tough name, but I think I I think I got this. I think I got this. You ready? I, I'll so tell you we're talking about the hold 2023 on. NBA draft. Hold, hold on, hold on. I I'll, I'll tell you when. Ready? All right. And go ahead. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA draft. The San Antonio Spurs select Victor Wembanyama from Mets 92 in France. Zach, Victor Wembanyama is a generational talent. The guy five and can do he can shoot. I mean, what can, what can't this guy do, Zach? Um I am, you know, super, super excited to see kind of what, what Victor Wembanyama does here because he's really since since LeBron, he is the 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 um next you know chosen one, so to speak. He he's the, he's the guy, you know, um for for the San Antonio Spurs and for ba- I mean for basketball, really. He I mean he he really really brought um. Is, is just a, a generational talent. Um, and, you know, moving on to kind of uh, something interesting about the draft here too, Zach, was that three out of the four uh, first-round picks um, were from non-traditional four, four-year college uh, universities. You know, a lot, of, a lot of guys playing in the overtime elite league and a lot of guys playing – Overseas, so that is super interesting. But again, we talk, we just talked about how the Pirates, you know, are, are a young team. Look, the the NBA is kind of shifting to to a new path. It, it always used to be the Dukes, the Kentuckys, the Kansases, and obviously those are still blue bloods. But you know, Victor Wembanyama and and guys like Asara and, and Amen Thompson are really showing, you know, that that talent can come from different leagues. As far as you know. Um, we can talk a little bit about the uh, the, the summer league here because um, Victor Wembanyama, after two games, has been um, has been shut down, uh, and uh, Victor Wembanyama had a, had a mixed um, summer league uh, debut and second game. Um, starting off with his debut, 
Uh, he had something along the lines of nine points, eight rebounds, and a, and a couple blocks, which people were just up in arms about if you're not a big NBA fan or summer league fan. Like, like yeah, me. I mean, people were just – Like me. Yeah. People were just – exactly, Zach. People were – hopefully I'm giving you giving you a good summer here, but people were yeah. uh, really up, up in arms and just saying that Victor Wimiyama is not as good as everybody thought. And meanwhile – he almost he's, he almost scored double digits, and he went two for 13 from the field. But then, Zach, 20-plus points, 10-plus rebounds, and like five blocks or something like that. I do not have this official stat line, and for that, I apologize. I got to do better in the future with that. But, I mean, um, Victor Romanyama showed in his game what type of a player he really can be. And again, that's a generational talent. I mean, he he's the he's the type of guy that you can really become the face of the league in, in recent years and in, in years to come here. And I, I I'm just super excited to uh, to watch that man for sure. All right, our third and final subject of part one will be the NBA Cup. We have plenty of stuff, but we do not want to be here for 45 minutes. We don't want to force you to listen to people for 45 minutes of us two talking heads. So, uh, next, the uh, the NBA in-season tournament known as the uh, NBA Cup coming uh, next year. Danny, you want to uh, talk to the people a little bit about uh, that and how that will work? 100%, Zach. Um, yeah. You know, we just finished talking about uh, the Summer League here. And, you know, I um, the Summer League has grown in – I would say grown in popularity as a chance to see um, draft picks and – and see young talents um, prove themselves and, and just have the opportunity to be on um, be on a stage where there's really not a ton of sports going on. So, you know, you might as well throw them the summer league. And um, I, I, on this podcast, um, you know, said, uh, I've been critical about the NBA's uh, 82 game season, um, how that sometimes it feels like, guys kind of take it easy when they're playing um, a non-conference opponent or, or maybe a, a not great team on a random Tuesday night where they don't have to play very much defense or thing, things of that nature. But that's why I'm so excited um, for, for the NBA Cup mid, mid-season tournament, Zach. Um, it, the NBA um, has had trouble drumming up interest in – the full 82 game season because 82 games, I mean, we know from hockey, that can sometimes be, it's a grind for the players. And sometimes, you know, if a team is not doing well, fans lose interest. Um, We know that all too well with the pirates, which is two, which is two, basically two game seasons. Um, So, so I think the NBA open cup is a tremendous, tremendous idea um, by, by the NBA and by commissioner Adam Silver. Um, and what I really, really like about this is that, you know, all, all 30 teams are in contention for the NBA Cup, Jack, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's really, really, I, I think that it's, um, the, the, the pool, the, sorry, the, the pools have already been, been, um, announced. And it's really cool because they really just kind of randomized the uh, how the fifteen per teams per 
per conference is going to go. So it'll be five teams, three, three uh, pools, if you will, on on each side, and the top the top two advance. So eight eight end up advancing. I think that is a great way of kind of bridging the gap between you know the, the start of the regular season and the uh, the start of the NBA playoffs because I really just think um, that that fans you know every team has a chance and you know at the end of the day that's all that, that, that fans kind of want regardless of of the market regardless of of everything like that so um, I think that it's really m- motivating the players to kind of add it to their add it to their their legacy of kind of another another accolade you know you want to win as much as you can the nba cup is a is a way to do that um and you know one million dollars per player is a pretty pretty hefty sum of cash so yeah. I, i'm looking forward to to to, to watch it and play out man all right danny uh, any final thoughts for you before we wrap up part number one no zach uh just Always, always, always really enjoy uh, talking sports with you, my friend, and I appreciate everybody for, for listening. Uh, all right, a couple things here. Be sure to tune in for part two. That will be a, that will be at a date and time to be determined. We will have live coverage, once again, of the Pittsburgh Pirates versus San Francisco Giants. That will be, that will be broadcast here on YouTube at uh, around uh, – that game begins around 7, so we will start around 6.56 somewhere around there, hopefully with no internet problems this time. Anyway, on behalf of Danny Shanholzer, my name is Zach Bishop. We will see you next time right here on the local Lowdown 